Hello, friend. I'm Mike McCurry. You're listening to the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast, and I'm very thankful that you are. You know, as I think about and endeavor to get the mind of God about what theme, what topic to carry into each day and each week of broadcasts, there's one central theme. There's one topic that is always appropriate, that's always the right topic, and that is the gospel of Jesus Christ. This week on the broadcast, we're going to spend some time looking at the gospel in the form of gospel tracts. I'm looking forward to what God has for us. Today, we're going to talk about a gospel tract called Coupon Faith. Coupon Faith is the one we're talking about this week, and actually, we'll begin and end with it today. This gospel tract has an interesting story, or at least one that I can share from recent days. One of the things I most love about being a part of Bible Tracts Incorporated is the fact that I get to share stories from the past, decades ago. I get to share stories from yesteryear. I get to share stories, though, from recent days. In the last few days and weeks, and this one right here has an interesting story that I get to share with you. You see, not long ago, we had someone from Serbia, of all places, respond because of this gospel track. Now, it's not the precise gospel track that I'm holding in my hand, but they responded because of one called Coupon Faith. Now, did they respond to an iteration of this gospel track in the Serbian language? No, they didn't. They responded to one in English. The gentleman that was over there in Serbia, he's a Serbian, but he spoke English, and somehow he got his hands on this particular gospel tract. But the very interesting thing is how he got that gospel tract. Now, I can't trace it for you. I can't put pins on a map and overlay a map on the video version of this broadcast that you can watch on YouTube and trace the trajectory of that particular gospel tract. But I can tell you, I can give you the highlights. You see, we printed a special run of this gospel tract called Coupon Faith, and we did them custom for a church in Delaware on the East Coast. They received those gospel tracts. It was 500 or 1,000 of them. And somehow, one of those gospel tracts made its way all the way over to Serbia. Now, to this date, we have not yet figured out how one of those gospel tracts, the people there at the church in Delaware, they're not sure. We're not sure. All we know is that somehow, just months later, one of their gospel tracts that we printed special for them in Illinois made its way to Delaware and then all the way across the pond to Europe and was read by a man. Now, thankfully, that man was already saved. He knew he was on his way to heaven. He knows he's on his way to heaven, but he was so convicted by that gospel tract. He thought, you know what? I need to use gospel tracts more myself. And so he ordered some from us. And that's what you can do as well. I'm going to share this gospel tract with you today. I'm going to ask you to listen as I read it aloud. You say, why are you doing this? Well, every single time that I take a day or a week of broadcasts and focus in on some of our gospel tracts, I do a couple of things. Number one, I encourage you as a Christian. My desire is that you would use gospel tracts in a more effective way. But it's very difficult to know how to use gospel tracts if we don't know them ourselves, How are we supposed to use the weapons of this spiritual warfare if we're not familiar with them? 
It wouldn't be a very good thing if a soldier picked up a gun the day before battle. No, they go through months and and years sometimes of training before they go into battle. Well, that's part of what I'm trying to do. But also, there are people almost every single time that we read one of these gospel tracts and I share it with you, oftentimes I'll hear from someone that says, you know what, I don't believe like you. I don't, I, I don't know Christ as my Savior, at least the way that you talk about it, but I was intrigued by what you were saying there. And we have had people accept Christ as a result of sharing gospel tracts over the airwaves. So today, if you're a Christian and you know Christ is your Savior, would you listen with open ears and a soft heart? If you're a lost person, you say, I don't know Christ, but I'm intrigued by this topic of coupon faith. Would you listen as well? In these next few moments, I believe God can work through, yes, my little old voice, but I think he can work through the space between your ears and all the way down to your heart. I think he just might squeeze your heart today if you'll allow him. Now, let me share with you a gospel track called Coupon Faith. The young mother stood at the cash register. You could almost hear the laughter in her eyes. Her grocery cart had been full. Item after item was unloaded and tabulated. Her grocery bill came to over $70. Now, pause for a moment. You can tell this gospel tract was written uh, some years ago because these days it might be close to $700, but be that as it may, I apologize for inserting something parenthetically there. We continue. Her grocery bill came to over $70. She, though, paid less than $18. Those of you that are listening right now, you're wondering, how is this possible? Why? Why the vast reduction? Well, coupons. The woman simply offered coupons. She had collected these little slips of paper from various sources and gave them to the cashier, to the clerk there. And those slips, those little pieces of paper, lowered her bill by over 75%. But, you may ask, can mere slips of paper do that? No. You see, all those coupons did was offer a promise. The companies offered the coupons and thus promised the grocery store that the debt for the purchased items would be paid by them rather than the customer. This young mother believed what the coupons said. She believed those offering the coupons were truthful. She believed that she would receive all that the coupons promised. She had faith in those coupons, didn't she? But what about Christ's promise? The Bible says in John 3.36, He that believeth on the Son hath everlasting life. And he that believeth not the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abideth on him. As I, Dr. Paul was the author of this gospel tract, I believe, as I stood behind this lady in line, I saw her delight by trusting the coupons. Her happiness came from her savings. She got a lot, but she paid so little. Me? I had to pay full price because I had no coupons. Why will some people go to heaven while others go to hell? It's simple. Some use the promise Jesus made and others do not. As I watched the lady, I certainly believed in the coupons she had. I believed they were valuable, but I had no coupons of my own. I had seen the coupons in the newspaper and knew their promise was reliable. What I failed to do was take the coupons and personally use them. Many people sincerely believe in Jesus on many levels. What they fail to do 
is to personally use his promise to pay their personal sin debt. They know about his offer to forgive sin. They even believe in heaven and hell, and they desire to go to heaven, yet they have failed to take advantage of Jesus' promise to give them eternal life. Why? Well, it may be that many don't believe that God will actually punish sinners, or that they actually deserve punishment. Yet the Bible says this, All have sinned, and the wages of sin is death. It also says, The soul that sinneth, it shall die. Maybe some think that just knowing the story about Jesus dying on the cross is belief enough, but it's not. The Bible says that the devils also believe and tremble, but they will not be in heaven. So many people fail to accept Jesus as the Son of God, God, robed in human flesh. Maybe, thirdly, many people want forgiveness, but they want it without repentance. They don't want to turn from their sin to belong to Jesus Christ. Jesus described his message of salvation this way, Acts 26.18, to open their eyes and to turn them from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to God, that they may f- receive forgiveness of sins and inheritance by faith that is in me. Now, let me pause for just a moment and say that we do not believe at Bible Tracks Incorporated a works-based salvation. Ephesians 2.8.9 is still in the Bible. But I do believe that when you turn from your sin, you're turning to something. You're turning to God. You will not live in sinless perfection the rest of your life. But let's dive back into the tract. There is only one promissory coupon offering salvation from sin, and Jesus offers it. His salvation is powerful enough to forgive you of sin, to turn you from darkness, and to free you from Satan's power. That's why he died and shed his blood on Calvary's cross. That's why he arose from the dead. The Son of God did this to purchase for you freedom from the hold and the punishment of sin. He offers you this promise. He that believeth on the Son hath everlasting life. You, though, must personally use his promise. You must see what your sin has done to you. Friend, you're in spiritual darkness and under Satan's power. You're under God's wrath. But you can receive forgiveness and a heavenly inheritance right now. Will you turn away from your sin and believe in Christ? You must do it by faith. Place your faith, your trust, your reliance in what God's Son did for you when he died and rose from the dead. 1 Peter 2.24, But God commendeth his love toward us in that, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Sorry, that was Romans 5.8, 1 Peter 2.24, Who his own self, meaning Jesus, bore our sins in his own body on the tree. All you need to do by simple faith is trust his loving promise to give you eternal life. A guarantee offer, not by a major company but by the eternal God of heaven. Heaven and hell are eternal places. Once you arrive at either one, your destiny is set forever. That's why the Bible says, now is the day of salvation. It asks, how shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation? Right now, use that great salvation promise Jesus offers. You don't neglect it. Receive by faith what the Lord Jesus did for you by dying on the cross. Is that something that you're interested in today, friend? Is that something that interests you? I would love to hear from you. In just a few moments, the announcer is going to come on and tell you all the ways you can contact us. If you don't know Christ as your Savior, will you reach out to me? I'd love to hear from you. Christian friend, 
If you like this gospel tract right here and you'd like to receive your very own copies, we can send them to you for free if you'd like. BibleTractsInc.org. That's BibleTractsInc.org. You see, this gospel tract here, it's just like a coupon. That coupon, that little slip of paper, oh, you can cut it out of the newspaper. It's free. It doesn't cost you anything, but it contains a promise. This gospel tract right here, it also contains a promise. A promise whereby you can receive eternal life. If you'd like to do that today, we'd love to hear from you. Don't delay. Do so today. Tomorrow on the broadcast, I believe we're going to talk about a tender subject, a touching subject called comfort in time of loss. I hope you'll join us then to talk about comfort in time of loss. I want to thank you for joining us today. Have a great day for His glory. Join us tomorrow. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample booklet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 130, Dwight, Illinois, 60420. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.